Hey, Sarah. Is it better to have a monthly or a quarterly subscription box? I can't decide what I want to do. Well, let's talk about it on this episode. Come join me. Welcome to the Launch Your Box podcast with weekly tips, tricks, and strategies to start, launch, and grow your subscription box. Now, here's your host, Sarah Williams. Welcome back to the Launch Your Box podcast. Today, I'm going to answer a common question that I get asked. And that question is, is it better to have a monthly or a quarterly subscription box? And there isn't a clear yes or no answer to that. So let's walk through some of the pros and cons of having a quarterly subscription box. I used to have a quarterly subscription box. I don't know if you know that about me or not, but let me tell you about it. I shut it down in 2021 so I could focus on my other subscriptions that were monthly and really thriving. And I wouldn't say that it wasn't successful because it was quarterly instead of monthly because there were other factors to it. It was a kid's quarterly subscription. So it was a kid's monogram box. And I had a couple hundred subscribers in it, but it just wouldn't grow. I had those same couple hundred subscribers in it the whole time. And it felt like it just was not growing. And there were lots of reasons because it was a struggle to keep it top of mind in my feed, in my marketing, when I only had a box coming out every three months. And the other really struggle for me, and I wouldn't say it was because it was quarterly, but I didn't feel like I had enough content to really market it the way I wanted to. I could have done a better job with it. I could have focused on it more. I could have built more content for it. But at the end of the day, I had these other three subscriptions that were monthly, took a lot of my time. And I always felt like this quarterly one was like the black sheep of the subscription box family lineup that I had for my business because it was the last one that I would work on. Sometimes it would be thrown together last minute and I just didn't feel good about it. And if you don't do something with all your ability, like I am an all or nothing person. When I realized I couldn't give it my full attention and I wasn't doing it justice, I needed to stop it. So that's why I made that decision. I ran it for about three years and decided to shut it down in 2021 so that I could focus on other things. But that's my only experience with a quarterly subscription. Now, I know that we have lots of quarterly subscription owners inside our membership And so many of them are thriving and doing a really great job. So I just wanted to take the time today to give you a rundown of some of the pros and cons of having a quarterly subscription box. Okay. So the first one that really comes is this is like the first pain point and it's revenue. And this is really a big one. And this is really a reason why people tend to not do quarterly subscriptions because the con here is that I mean, I love having monthly revenue and a quarterly subscription can really put a strain on your finances and your cash flow in between months of those payments running. So that revenue goal, that revenue stream, that reoccurring revenue that you have that could really put some strain on your cash flow by not having it consistently every single month, like a monthly subscription. A pro when we talk about the revenue aspect is that you can typically charge more for a quarterly box than you could a monthly box. And this allows you to have higher profits, more revenue than just a monthly box. 
In reality, this could even be the same amount of revenue. You would just need to manage it effectively so that you didn't run out between the three months of when your payments would process again. So revenue is the top one. And there's a con to that because I love having monthly reoccurring revenue. And there's a pro to that because you can actually charge more for a quarterly box. So those are some things that I want you to think about. The second topic that I want you to think about is the curation and the products. And here I just give two pros. There are no cons here. So let's talk about that. This is one of the biggest benefits of having a quarterly subscription is the curation and the products that you need. So pro number one is that you only have to curate four boxes a year, four boxes a year, y'all. Those of us that have monthly boxes, we're curating 12 boxes a year. And so if you take that and you just cut that into one fourth and you have a fraction of the workload, the fraction of the follow-up, the fraction of dealing with manufacturers and all of those things. So that's a really big benefit to have a quarterly box is that you only have to curate four boxes a year. Another pro to the quarterly box is that your subscriber only gets four boxes a year to consume versus a monthly subscription where they're getting new products each month and having the time to consume all of them. A quarterly subscriber is more likely to use all or most of the products before the next quarter arrives. This is gonna help you with churn and consumption of those products. So not only are you, you have less on your plate to curate, but then there's instantly less on their ability to consume and that will create more retention and less churn. The third, this is probably the main reason of why I stopped my quarterly subscription, but number three is frequency and recency. It's really like out of sight, out of mind. Okay. So the con here is that you're going to have lack of engagement. The time lapse between each box for a quarterly subscription creates a sense of disengagement for your subscriber. I see this a lot with boxes like FabFitFun. They are a quarterly box and their social media will literally go silent between their box launches. Like it will be nothing. And then all of a sudden, you know, their next box is about to release because you will see them in their feeds everywhere, but people aren't getting a constant reminder and they're not having that constant feeling of excitement that something new is coming. It's like up and down, up and down, up and down. And there's not a continuation of it. And I see that as a huge lack of engagement. The other con that I put on frequency and recency is having enough content. One of the best things about having a monthly subscription box is that you constantly have new content for your marketing and social channels. You always have new products. You always have new subscriber reviews. You always have new behind the, behind the scenes processes. And with a quarterly subscription, you really have to stretch out the content from that one box to last for three months long. And you tend to get stale if you aren't creative enough. So with frequency and recency, you're going to have a lack of content and ultimately a lack of engagement, which really puts a dip in between the boxes. And it's almost like you're starting fresh every single quarter 
and you don't have a lot of momentum to build on. And that's why a company like FabFitFun spend a lot of money with affiliates and influencers and a lot of money on Facebook ads. They need a quick infusion rush on the market right before that next quarterly box is going to be released. And that can get really pricey. So I want you to think about that. The fourth category here, and probably the reason that people do choose to start a quarterly box is time. That's really the one of the main reasons, the main benefits that people choose to start a quarterly box over a monthly is because they don't have the frequency. The monthly grind of the curation process, the fulfillment process, and customer service is a full-time job. And having a quarterly box gives you the space and freedom to do other things and live a less hectic lifestyle. It gives you more time for curation, fulfillment, and customer service throughout those months. And they're not crammed into weeks. They're built into months. Let me just walk you through what our monthly process is. And you can kind of get a sense of a little bit of the hecticness of it. So usually week one of the month, we are in fulfillment mode. So we do that the first two weeks of the month. We have three subscriptions. We are folding, packing, packaging, shipping. The first two weeks, all of our thousands of subscriptions. And so that's really happening the first two weeks of every single month. Once those go out the door, we kind of have that third week of the month. We call it our lull week, our downtime week. We kind of get caught on everything else. And that might be like receiving new inventory, counting products that have come in from overseas, prepping boxes. Like it's kind of our lull week where we're just prepping and catching up, catching our breath really with the business. And then week four, we're really prepping hard for our subscriptions. We're typically folding and counting shirts, prepackaging things, prepping all the things that need to be prepped for the next month's box. So when you look at kind of that rat race, it's good and bad. Like, yes, that means I can employ people full time and every month, every week they have work to do for the next month. But it also means that we don't really get a break. We don't really get a break as business owners or employees because every single month we have to do this process again. And so it really depends on what you're looking for. Um, but that's one of the reasons, it's probably the main reason that people choose to do a quarterly box over a monthly box. So those are my four big heavy hitting kind of areas when I think about a quarterly subscription. Number one is revenue. Number two is curation and products. Number three is the frequency and recency. And number four is your time. Let's just recap our cons first. The cons of having a quarterly subscription box is one, no monthly reoccurring revenue. Number two, lack of engagement in your community. Number three, lack of content to market and promote your box and brand consistently. Now let's look at the top pros for the quarterly boxes. Number one, you can charge more for a quarterly box, thus increasing the revenue per box. Number two, you only have to curate four boxes a year. Sounds amazing. Number three, your subscriber is less likely to cancel due to overwhelm. 
And number four, you get a break in the curation, fulfillment, and customer service aspect of your subscription box business. Now, we've compared both monthly and quarterly subscriptions in this episode, but what I'm seeing more and more are bi-monthly subscriptions, meaning one every other month. I recently did a poll inside my community, LauncherBox, and I asked what the frequency of their subscriptions were. From that poll, I discovered that the people that answered it, we had 68% said that they run a monthly subscription box. 15% said they run a bi-monthly subscription box and 17% say they run a quarterly subscription box. Again, there is no right or wrong answer to this question. Is it better to have a monthly or a quarterly subscription? It all depends on your goals and what's most important to you to build your business. If you're struggling on whether you should do a monthly or a quarterly box and you've listened to the pros and cons and you're still feeling torn, maybe the answer is something in between by doing a bi-monthly subscription box. It increases the frequency and recency. It still gives you time back so that you're not in the constant rat race every single month. You're curating six months worth of boxes a year instead of 12 and you're getting revenue more frequently, so every other month versus quarterly. So I want you to consider running a bi-monthly if you're still torn between the pros and cons of what you should do. If you're loving the Launcher Box podcast, I'd be honored if you'd take a second to give me a review right from your podcast app.